0: Hi your station of choice since 2008.
1: Today we're going to be focusing on breathing and we're going to be focusing on children and breathing. You know, our kids are having a tough time at the moment. Life is hectic and there are a lot of stresses and there are a lot of pressures. And as parents we want to do the best we can And we'd like to do it in a natural Holistic way Um, Certainly if we can start off That way um, and have a Really positive impact on our kids And one way of doing that Is through conscious breathing So um we're going to be Talking about an, an incredible Book that has just been uh, released It's called the Alphabet Book of Breathing For Children and Marge Murray and Audrey Redman Are the authors and I'm delighted to have Marge Murray, um, on the show today, who she's also a managing director, um, at Breathwork Africa and a certified breathwork facilitator. Marge, welcome. So lovely to have you on the show.
0: Hi, Nikki. So good to be here. So
1: Marge, you know, I mean, we breathe and we don't have to think about breathing. And why would we have to start bringing our attention to something we do automatically? What, what is the benefit behind Awareness of breath.
0: Yeah, you know, Nikki, whenever I start a workshop or do facilitation, I ask people, you know, of the 22,000 breaths that we take a day, how many are we really aware of? And that's the wonder of being able to breathe without thinking about it. It is an autonomic function. So our body just breathes. Um, But can you imagine the power if we bring intention and attention to our breathing and actually change the way we breathe in from where we breathe in, how we breathe in, using different techniques and functional breathing to impact how we are feeling mentally and physically? And as you mentioned, there's just so much research coming out, and particularly since COVID, around the part that breath plays in overall well-being.
1: So Marge, maybe we can just start, start to unpack that a little bit and really get to see this incredible breathing mechanism that we have. As you said, I mean, we're, we're not conscious of it, but to bring um, our conscious awareness to it means we can start to shift things within our body. How does that work? So just to explain people who are, to explain to people who are listening, why would that? What, 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 what happens to the mechanism that can then positively impact us?
0: Mm. So, you know, there's some fundamental pillars of breathing, and maybe I can just point out two or three. So number one is to breathe through our nose. So, you know, everybody thinks, oh, yeah, but that's obvious. But a lot of us and a lot of research is showing how much we are breathing through our mouths. Um, adults over 50% breathe through their mouth during the day, and that figure is higher at night. And we've seen an increased breathing through the mouth in children. Now, if you think about how the nose is designed, It's got hairs, it's got little shelves called turbinates, and it's got mucosa, which purify and humidify the air that is coming in so that when it lands on our lungs, it's really enriched oxygen. So just making a change from mouth breathing to nose breathing will fundamentally affect how you feel and physically what is happening in your body. The other fundamental of... uh, optimal breathing is I'm sure you've heard the term belly breathing and this is really letting the diaphragm do the work that it's made to do. And The diaphragm is the main muscle of breathing and you'll often see we breathe in our chests a lot and this is uh, really an anxious response to what is happening around us and inside of us and if we are able to drop our breath from our chest to our belly we're going to have deeper breaths, we're going to have enriched breaths, and we're going to have less anxiety. And then maybe just the third one is slowing our breath down. So for example, if we extend our exhale a bit, it's going to slow our breath down, and it's going to activate something called the vagus nerve, which is really the best friend of breath workers, because the vagus nerve activates our relaxation response. And all healing, both emotional and physical, can only happen when we are in the parasympathetic system, which is our rest and our digest and our relaxed mode.
1: Mm, thank you, Marge. So, so is that what conscious breathing is? Bringing your awareness to, oh, let me breathe through my nose. Oh, let me breathe from my diaphragm. Oh, let me slow my breathing down and extend my exhale. Is that what you would say is conscious breathing?
0: Absolutely. So it's really bringing our intention. So what do we want to do with our breath? And, you know, there's thousands of breathing techniques around. But, for example, you can learn all of those techniques. But if you're still breathing from your chest, it's not going to have an impact on your overall well-being. So it's a combination of getting your biomechanics right. So where you're breathing from, expanding your ribs, breathing into your back, with really thinking about what do I want to achieve with my breath? How do I want to change my breath so that I feel different? And whether that is to reduce anxiety or to improve sleep or to increase energy, we can change techniques using these basics, these pillars of our breathing to impact how we feel.
1: Amazing. Okay, so that's really important so the breath can bring about all these different changes in our bodies. We can energize us calm us down, etc. It relax us etc and so now we're looking at kids um how how important is it to, to introduce, because kids just are so connected to their bodies and how they feel, right? So when, when we start to introduce conscious breathing and breathing exercises, how challenging is it when we work with kids or how maybe easy is it when we're working with kids? Marge, we're going to take a quick break and after the break, perhaps we can, we can just start to direct this, um, yeah, in, in the direction of, of our children and, and how to use breathwork with them.
0: Hi FM, 101.9 oh. megahertz of life.
1: Well, welcome back to the DL Link Show. We're talking about breathing. Um, specifically, we're looking at kids. I have Marge Murray, who is the Managing Director at Breathwork Africa. Um, Marge and Audrey Redmond have just put together an incredible book called The Alphabet Book of Breathing for Children. We're going to be talking about that in a moment. But as we've said in the beginning, that science has shown how important activating the relaxation system is. It's good for mental and physical well-being. We know that our kids need it. And just before the break, Marge, I said, you know, children have this innate wisdom of how their bodies work, but times are tough and things are very stressful at the moment. And so the question is, what are are the benefits? Are are there the same benefits for children and, and what's it like trying to engage with children and introduce these breathing techniques?
0: Yeah, so you know it's wonderful working with the uh, little ones, Nikki, because they are—they're oh, so natural, they're so honest, they're so embodied, they're just so connected on so many levels. And really, supporting children with conscious breathing is more about preventing dysfunctional breathing habits than changing their breathing habits. Okay. What we do see, however, is you know kids do take on anxiety uh, of the world, of their environment, of their home situation. And when they go to school at about six or seven, they also sit in a desk. And this automatically constricts breathing in their bodies. They don't have as much activity as they would if they were not at school. So we really want to support them in preventing breathing habits that are not optimal for them. And it's better to give them the skill now than 40 years later in trying to undo all of these layers. And so research is showing us that uh, conscious breathing helps with managing anxiety. And as you know, there's a pandemic of anxiety, particularly with our little ones and our teenagers and even our young adults. They're really battling with stress levels, anxiety and depression. And we teach techniques to be able to calm themselves down. So that's the one thing that improves their sleep. It also improves their self-regulation. And self-regulation is really a major development phase for the little ones. And so we teach techniques around how do I self-regulate? How do I breathe for big emotions? It also contributes to social cohesion in the classroom and reduces bullying. So a lot of aspects because we are empowering a child with something that they have with them all the time and creating a space that they can tap into and they can feel safe when often the world around them is not safe.
1: I love what you said there, Marge, with the breathing, because it, it belongs to them and they can take it with them wherever they go. Um, yes. it's, it's, it's making them aware that they have this and then teaching them how to use it. Yes. So that's the crux, right? That's the, that's, that's the hard part, I think, to take something that we're not conscious of and make us aware of it and to make us conscious of our breathing. As you've said, how many of us are breathing through our mouths instead of our noses? And you're saying there's increased numbers in children breathing through their mouths as opposed to their noses. So
0: is this the purpose you have written, the alphabet book of breathing for children? Yes. So um, my my co-author, Audie Redmond, uh, she's in Saldana Bay at the moment where she resides. I think she's listening. And she sort of kept on saying, you know, we're teaching kids this, we're doing breathing bodies training, let's get it down on paper. And um, I must admit, I thought it would be a lot easier than it was. Um, but we're just so excited to be able to share conscious breathing with Torin. And particularly in a classroom situation or even a home situation where there are fun techniques, there are easily accessible techniques, they're practical. You know, Torin loves them, they get involved in them, and it has a physiological impact on them. So we decided, well, what better way than to do an entire alphabet, of different techniques and we've really incorporated our knowledge and our experience and our training into working with these techniques so that they have an impact on the child's body. So, for example, we have something called the bunny breath in the book. And the bunny breath is really for breathing for big emotions. So if your child is sad or in grief or even has anger and rage issues, this is a really cute technique that they love. And all it is, it's inhaling through the nose, sort of three sniffs. And then just letting out a beautiful sigh. And that sigh that they're letting out is activating their vagus nerve. So they're releasing their emotions through that. So that's just one of the techniques. There's 25 other ones. And they're fun. And I have to admit, the adults are also loving the book as well.
1: (laughs) I'm sure they are. As you said, there's so many techniques. Um, So to be able to break them down in a simple way, I'm loving them being broken down into simple um, little exercises. Marge, do you explain in the book, okay, so this you can use this breathing technique if you need to calm them down or you need to energize them or you need to manage their energy? In other words, is it self-explanatory?
0: Yes. So the great thing about this book um, and why we love it so much is that you can work with your child. But if a child can read, they can actually go through the book and look at the instructions and read the instructions themselves. And they're wonderfully supported by excellent illustrations by illustrator Brian van Weick. And then also at the back of the book, there is a little guide to say when I'm feeling anxious what breath can I do? So, for example, I feel tired. I can do the Jabalani breath, and then you can find it on the page. Or I need to feel brave. We can do the Warrior breath. So there is a guide at the back for children, and it's for children, and it's very accessible, and it's great as a bonding exercise for parents, parents or primary caregivers to work with the child as well.
1: And I must say these illustrations are great. Brian did a, a fantastic job. Yeah, exam. they are
0: magnificent.
1: Really good. So Marge, how do, how do parents um, get their hands on this? And I mean, we're talking about parents going and getting this book and working with them. Are you, are you also going to schools and, and getting schools to buy these books so teachers know how to use these exercises in class?
0: Yeah. So, you know, we are, our, our, our real, our vision is really to get conscious breathing into the curriculum um, in all schools just to make it accessible. So we work in schools with various offerings like calm in the classroom or breathing through exams. And we really hope that schools will tap into this uh, very easy modality that we have with us and get supported by the book through this. We work with parents. We do parent and child workshops which is always a joy and a lot of fun and we also train people who work with children in our breathing buddies workshop our training program um the book can be purchased online at www.breathcafe.com or also directly from me and that would be Marge m-a-r-j at breathworkafrica.co.za. um yeah and we give a great discount for orders of more than 10
1: Fantastic. Marge, tell me, if if schools do go out and buy this and teachers do start to use these exercises, they don't have to be trained in in breath work, I mean, with Mm. these simple exercises?
0: Not at all. If a teacher buys this book, they can completely facilitate all 26 breaths. We give a little bit of an explanation around awareness, balance and energy and how to use the techniques. And they can go straight into the classroom with us and teach it immediately
1: amazing right we're going to take a quick break and after the break marge maybe you can just share another exercise for parents who are listening um that they can share with their kids you've done the bunny breath which i loved Um, uh, maybe you can think of of another one we can share so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back
0: hi fm your station of choice since 2008
1: Welcome back to the show Just a reminder um, That uh, on the 20th of November Is the Virgin Active Ride In Joburg um, And you can join Team Deal Link So you can show your support To a DL Link Cancer Warrior And you can also get an earlier start time So um, you decide Whether you want to do the full 97 kilometres Or if you just want to do 35 k's. Just uh, register with the DL Link And that's um, the DL Link.co.z forward slash events. That's coming up on the 20th of November. We're talking about breathing and the power of conscious breathing. And what does it mean bringing our conscious awareness to changing our breathing in order to change our emotional state or physical state to activate us or to manage our stress and anxiety, bring about a sense of relaxation and calm and just the impact that this has. And science is supporting this. I mean, you know, we have our and what I love about our guest, Marge Murray, um, who has written this book, co-written with Audrey Redmond, um, is is Marge says, you know, that when it comes to kids, they can take their breath with them. It's the greatest tool, their greatest ally and their greatest friend. So they've written the alphabet book of breathing for children. They're going into schools. They want it introduced into the curricula. Imagine as your kids start um, uh, school, they start off with different breathing exercises. If they're feeling over They've got a breathing exercise to help them. If they're feeling stressed and about to write an exam, they know what breathing exercise to use to calm themselves down, and um, to get oxygen um, throughout the body, to the brain. Just, I mean, what, what incredible tool! So, um, Marge, just before the break, I said, can you think of one or two exercises we can share um, with the audience that they can start to use with their kids? You did the bunny breath, and you said that this is something that when your child is feeling stressed you said is is was the bunny breath
0: the bunny breath is really for for big emotions and if you think about it if you sniff in three times and just let an exhale out of your mouth it it imitates the crying motion so it's really a beautiful way to get big emotions out so
1: it's, you know, a... We, <sighs> yeah, it's
0: a <sighs> okay yeah and you know the what this breath supports is really being able to feel the emotion and then free it. So not suppress it and not get too over-involved in it. So that's the bunny breath. One of my favorites one is called um, the take-five breath. And the take-five breath is based on – an adult version called Coherent Breathing. And Coherent Breathing is the most researched technique in the world, and it does a lot in terms of self-regulation, so a lot of balance, balance in your right and left brain, balance in your parasympathetic and your sympathetic system. And all it is, it's a lovely, engaging breath for kiddies. You can get them to draw the outline of their hand on a piece of paper, or they can hold their hand up. And with the other hand, just to take a finger and trace over the hand very slowly. So if you're thinking of you coming up the thumb, you're breathing in slowly, gently through the nose. As you're going down the thumb, you're breathing out through the nose. Then you go back up the finger, inhaling gently through the nose, and then down again exhaling through the nose and that if you can get your little one to do that say on waking or when you're in the car driving to the school that's really going to enable them to self-regulate because that has a physiological impact on their body and balances so always bringing our bodies back to homeostasis Hmm. so that's a great technique for adults and kids on a daily basis
1: um, and just one thing before you do go, Marge. So with the bunny breath, you talk about a sigh and it's out the mouth. Um, with this, um with the hand, the the self-regulating, you said I think you called it the high five or the take five. Um, you are breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. Um for our parents, does it make a difference very quickly before you go if it's mouth or nose breathing with these so exercises? Inhale
0: always through the nose when we're inhaling always through the nose when we exhale in either through the nose or the mouth whatever is most comfortable for the child okay
1: brilliant thank you so much marge thank you and audrey for putting this incredible book together Really, if they could roll this out and have this in every school, if teachers could use this during class when their children are just feeling, as you said, the big emotions or need to self-regulate. Wow. If you just these simple techniques. I just wonder how things could change in the classroom and at home and, of course, for parents to be able to use it as well. Just incredible, Marge. Very quickly, people want to order if you can just repeat how they can do it?
0: Yes. Thank you, Nikki. I'm um, www.breathcafe.com. There's a shop there. Or oh, directly from me, that's Marge, M-A-R-J, at breathworkafrica.co.za. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Nikki. And, yes, keep reading, everyone.
1: Whatever you do, keep breathing Marge, thank you, lovely having you on the show Take care Uh, Marge Murray, Managing Director um, Of Breathwork Africa Wow, so we spoke cigarettes And now breathing for your kids And I have to say I am a huge advocate for conscious breathing, being aware of breathing to help um, with your physical and emotional state. So I hope that we've left you with some tips and techniques to help. Um, That's what we aim to do here on the D. Elding show. So whatever your day has planned for you, I hope it's a good one and sending blessings your way. For me, Nikki Severini, until next week, do take care and goodbye.